This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Llano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. Women have made critical contributions to the sciences for centuries, but despite efforts to increase female participation in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, there's still a yawning gap. Both globally and in the United States, less than 30% of scientific researchers are women. The Kansas-based Errol Institute is dedicated to enabling students from underrepresented backgrounds to become scientists through mentoring and hands-on training. And at Guadalupe Mountains National Park this summer, the Institute led a lizard camp. The expedition yielded new insights into a singular West Texas creature and fueled the creativity and confidence of a cadre of emerging scientists. From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. 108. And it was like the first week we got there, so it was no intro. It was just like, bam! <laughs> That's Kaira Utsumi, a master's grad from Kansas University, who was one of the five female students who braved the brutal heat of the Salt Basin Dunes east of Dell City in Guadalupe Mountains National Park this June. The dune field, a smaller version of the famous dunes found at White Sands National Park, is a fierce place. It also sustains unique plants and animals. Bleached or blanched lizards have long been known from New Mexico's White Sands. But in 2016, biologist Drew Dittmer was hiking the dunes here when he encountered a lizard as white as the shifting sands themselves. The lesser earless lizard, Holbrookia maculata, is found throughout West Texas, but here, earless lizards had adapted to the distinctive White Sands ecosystem, its evolution in action. Lizard Camp's participants stayed in Dell City, where they bonded with the small town's business owners and shopkeepers. And each morning they set out for the dunes to conduct pioneering research on a little known creature. Yeah, the first three days we like found like maximum three lizards. And that was because, yeah, we didn't know where they liked to be. It took us a couple days, but we figured out how to find them and what habitat to look at to find them. The blanched lizards favor the dunes' margins, Utsumi says, where nearby vegetation offers refuge from predators. Indeed, escape behavior became a focus of lizard camp research. Janie Haddock served eight years in the U.S. Army, working as a special agent and criminal investigator. But the military was primarily a way to fund her education and support her passion for biology. She's volunteering now at Kansas University and is preparing to start graduate studies in animal cognition. I will say one of the interesting things we observed in this population was they like to perch when scared. We have pictures of them just like spread eagle about a foot and a half off the ground and us just standing over them. I mean, to the point where one of us could reach out and grab them like it's not a very efficient position, but they would do it. And then uh, the burying. Every now and again, they would get so distressed that they would quickly bury themselves. The West Texas blanched lizards evolved independently of those found in New Mexico's White Sands, and their escape behavior is distinctive. The lizard camp team helped collect DNA samples from 83 lizards, which will allow genetic comparisons with the New Mexico population. The team also learned that these blanched lizards are especially skittish, an encounter with a human can alter their behavior in enduring ways. Guadalupe's park officials want to encourage visitation to the Salt Basin dunes. The lizard camp findings could help guide visitation so as to minimize the disturbance to these remarkable animals.
The science was significant. So was the personal growth for those involved. There's abundant research showing male students tend to dominate classroom conversations, especially in the sciences. Women with scientific gifts can find themselves marginalized, and so discouraged they forsake the field. Donya Siddiqui, a University of Washington undergrad, says Lizard Camp was a powerful corrective for that. I think I've grown a lot in my ability to speak my opinion. Back home,、uh, I, I don't really talk very much, especially in a school setting,、um, especially in a scientific setting. Oftentimes, my voice goes unheard, but I've learned to speak my opinions a bit more, and that's something that I will take away and utilize for the rest of my life. Experience like Sidiki's are why Lizard Camp exists, Doug Eifler says. Doug and his wife Maria founded the Errol Institute and lead the camps with Doug as the token male. It's it's about doing the science, but we're using the science as education, as growth, as ways to help another generation get into this. Another generation that hopefully will then help change the face of the science in this country for the better. That's kind of what we do. Of course, you can always summarize it as just we chase lizards. Errol's mission is rooted in the Eifler's own unconventional journey as scientists and educators. The two met as PhD students and envisioned a future in which they could share both professional pursuits and a rich family life. But when Maria started in a tenure-track position, they learned academia didn't lend itself to that. The job was all-consuming. Maria says it left her virtually no time for her young children. Unwilling to accept that, the couple took a leap and moved back to Kansas, where they had roots. Doug taught at a tribal college. Maria worked as the science resource staffer at their children's Montessori school before herself joining the staff at Haskell Indian Nations University. Their experience at the tribal university confirmed their passion for mentoring underrepresented groups in the sciences, and Lizard Camp was born. Two people in this field working full-time jobs would not have allowed us to have the life that we wanted. Errol was our answer to being able to sort of navigate between the bureaucracy of the bigger organizations, attend to what we thought our family needed, and continue with our passion for science and biology behavior. The Eiflers often mentor students long after an initial field session. Drew Dittmer, who discovered the West Texas bleached lizards, was one such student, and they've led lizard camps across the U.S. and abroad. Several have been held at the Dahlquist Desert Research Station south of Marfa. The Eiflers support emerging scientists, but they also model the idea that a science career can coexist with a balanced life. McKenna Orton, a staffer at Kansas University's Natural History Museum, was part of this summer's camp. In this group, we have such a range of like different levels of experience. You have <laughs> you have people with postdocs coming in. You have people from like completely different undergraduate fields coming in, and just this has also shown the idea that if you're interested in something, you can go out and try and pursue it, and it'll work out. There's a lot of opportunities out there if you're interested to go and find them. Nature Notes is supported by the Shield Airs Foundation. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.